another episode of Access Ability. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a plain black dress. Every few months, I try and look back at a bunch of indie games that have come out over the preceding months and just try and catch up on my gaming backlog a bit, looking for things that look interesting that completely slipped me by when they initially released. And I did that this week, and one of the games that really stood out to me and I want to talk about this week is a little indie title called Revita. The game is a side-scrolling, twin-stick shooter roguelike where you play as a young character going through increasingly difficult rooms of enemies, trying to shoot them down before they do damage to you, but the gimmick is that your health is a resource that you will need to spend throughout the run in order to gain new weapons, new upgrades, Basically, if you want to make yourself stronger to fight the enemies, you're going to need to give up some of the health that could be keeping you alive. While the game itself is really interesting and definitely worth checking out just as a game, I also wanted to talk about the game today because it has a really robust set of accessibility settings on offer that most closely reminded me of something like Celeste in terms of the kind of settings being offered, and I want to talk about it, because it's a good game with some really neat accessibility settings on offer to help make it more playable by more people. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about Revita. We're going to talk about the ways that the game instills challenge into its roguelike structure, we're going to talk about the accessibility settings on offer in the game, and we're going to talk about how those accessibility settings work together to create a customizable difficulty experience for disabled players. Let's start off this video by discussing, in general terms, how Revita plays, outside of the game's accessibility settings. In Revita, you play a young, non-binary character with memory loss, fighting their way through a series of ever more dangerous environments. The left analogue stick as default moves your character around, the right stick aims a reticle, R2 fires bullets, L1's map to jump, and L2 is map to dash. As you progress through runs, you'll have opportunities to gain new items or abilities or weapons which can be paid for by offering up amounts of your health. The more damage you agree to take, the better the item or weapon you will be offered, with the ability to see what you will receive before committing to that trade. At later points in the game, you can trade permanent heart containers for upgrades to those existing power-ups and weapons to make them more effective. By defeating enemies, players build up a meter which can be spent to recover health, and if spent when your health is at full, will generate portions of a new heart container, building up your maximum health value again. Basically, you're spending health to get items to make you strong enough to kill enemies to build back up that health to spend it again. So what accessibility settings does Revita contain? Well, on each boot up of the game, before the main menu, Players are given a content warning that the plot deals with specific heavy themes, including mental health issues, grief, loss, and suicide. No further information is given on specifics of these warnings, and there is no option to receive warnings prior to the moments where those events show up in the plot. One unfortunate downside to this game's setup is that if you're playing with a controller, D-pad controls are not supported for navigating in-game menus, only analog sticks, which are never quite as precise when you're trying to navigate menus to set up accessibility settings, unfortunately. If you navigate to settings, you'll find that the game does have its own dedicated accessibility settings menu. Although, unfortunately, and I'll get back to this later, some accessibility settings are not found in the accessibility settings menu, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. In the accessibility settings menu, one of the most notable options is the ability to change the speed of the game, either up to double speed, 
or down to half speed in 10% increments. This is super useful for players like myself who sometimes struggle with reacting at full speed to on-screen challenges, and need just a moment longer to get their brain and their hands in sync during tricky combat segments. This can be tweaked during runs, so if there's just one particular type of enemy that always causes you trouble, you can slow things down, still fight their exact same pattern but with a bit more time to react, and then turn the speed back if you then get to enemies that you find a lot easier to handle. Players can also tweak the size of the relic HUD, the size of their aiming cursor, the level of camera zoom so that they can see more of each room at once, turn off bright flashing effects, turn on a coloured outline around the player character that can be in custom colours, outline enemies in custom colours, turn button mashing and button holding prompts off, customise enemy damage down to half of its usual amount, darken background elements for greater contrast, turn off foreground elements that might be distracting, and change the game's default pixel font to an easier to read HD font. The game also allows for several degrees of aim assist support, which at its maximum setting will allow you to flick your analog stick in roughly the right direction of where an enemy is, in order to have your character essentially auto-target a given enemy while they're in range of your shots. Outside of the dedicated accessibility settings menu, the game offers sliders to alter screen shake and vibration levels, the ability to turn off potentially distracting visual elements such as damage numbers and bullet trails, and the ability to remap the game's controls. Although, the first time you visit the menu that allows you to remap controls, the game will attempt to discourage you from using it, which is unfortunate, as they want you to play with the intended experience. I know what they're going for here, but I'm never a fan of an accessibility support option existing but being discouraged from being used. While you have the option to remap specific control functions, and to turn on or off certain additional control tweaks, one of the more interesting aspects of the game's control setup menu is the addition of a one-stick control preset, which remaps the game's controls to all fit on a single Joy-Con on the Switch, which is really nice to see. Having now played through a few hours of Revita, I'm really impressed with the game, both from a mechanical standpoint and also in terms of its accessibility offerings. While it's a bit of a shame that not all of the accessibility support settings are in the accessibility menu, if that's the biggest complaint I have about your game in terms of its accessibility, you've done a pretty good job. This is a really neat roguelike that does some pretty neat things in order to make sure that more people are able to play its experience, and I think it's well worth checking out.